today in both our first reading and our gospel, we have to say that there's a lot of distress among the characters or the people within the story. But today I want us to focus particularly on the disciples today and to see how distressed they were. Because within our own lives, we really don't want to live in this discord or this, this happy medium of like comfort and uncomfortable. We want, we want to be at peace. We want to be left alone. We want things to be okay. But when that happens, there always seems to be chaos that ensues within our lives. Something goes wrong, and then another thing goes wrong, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense, right? It's, it's just this craziness, because we, we don't want that for ourselves. We don't come go seeking for chaos in our lives. But the weird thing is, it just happens one after the other after the other. And as we all together prepare for these different parts of our lives, as we prepare for the school year, chaos is beginning to ensue in different ways. But the question becomes, how do we deal with the chaos? We see the disciples today, after hearing about the death of John the Baptist, they wanted to go off with Jesus, off to a deserted place, to recuse themselves, to be alone, to confront the issue, the challenges of the death of John the Baptist. But instead, we hear a crowd follows Jesus and meets him where he's at. He has pity on them and heals their sick. But what is so powerful then after that is then Jesus then looks at his disciples, now just hearing the death of John the Baptist, now dealing with his death, tells the disciples, I need you to feed all these people. I want more from you. I want you to do more for me. I can imagine the disciples' face looking at Jesus like, come on, we just heard the death of our, our, our friend here, our prophet here, but now you're asking me to feed 5,000? Send them off. Go have them go back to the villages for our own lives. Why don't we just forget about it? Why don't we just leave these issues? Why don't we wash our hands of these challenges, these adversities, these chaoses within our lives and say, let us just go back to do something else. Let us just leave this thing and have someone else deal with it. Make it someone else's problem. But instead, Peter brings to Jesus' attention, we only have five loaves and two fish. The simple imagery of he's not going to expect a lot from us. He just asks us to bring what we have, bring ourselves and bring what we are able to do and bring it to the Lord. And in doing so, he will bless that gift. If we look at it very carefully, five loaves and two fish isn't going to even feed a family of five. But yet it feeds 5,000. But what is even interesting is Matthew writes it down, 5,000 men. Imagine how many kids and women were there. Think of it in context of your family. How would that multiply that number? It helps us understand that it seems impossible. It seems like nothing can be done. But yet five loaves and two fish, offering it back to the Lord, feeds the multitude. So in the midst of our chaos and challenge, the Lord just asks us to remain faithful to Him, to turn over what we can to Him, to trust Him. 
So not to say just abandon it completely and say, Lord, you got it. I tell people it's like, you know, jumping out of a plane without a parachute. God doesn't work that way. He wants us to prepare the parachute. He wants us to, to make sure that our parachute is safe. So that when we do jump off a plane when we go skydiving, we've done everything we can. And we trust that that parachute will help us land safely. So within our own lives, as we continue to face these adversities, these challenges, know that God is with us. God is journeying with us. And he's going to help us through those challenges, those difficulties. And all he asks and wants of us is that little gift back in return. To be his instrument, to trust in him, to provide everything we can to continue his mission here on earth. Amen.